Hey guys, uh, Andy Irwin here of the Irwin Brothers, one of the, the filmmakers behind the, the new movie, I Can Only Imagine. And you're listening to On Faith's Edge with my good friend, Joe Taylor. You know, that piece that I thought I could go out and try to find on my own and all this stuff was uh, not there. It was, it was God that was missing. Well, hello. Thanks, Andy Irwin, for the introduction. Along with his brother, John, Andy directed the inspirational new movie, I Can Only Imagine, based on the life of Bart Millard, singer-songwriter of the hit song. This is a fantastic movie. And as of this recording, in only three days, it's number three at the box office and has brought in over $17 million. Congratulations, guys. Go see this film, I Can Only Imagine. Welcome to the 98th episode of On Faith's Edge. My name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations about God and living a life of faith in Jesus Christ. If you want to contact me, I'm most active on Twitter at at 4JoeTaylor. That's at 4JoeTaylor, F-O-R-J-O-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Today, singer and actor Jesse Pruitt joins us to talk about his new project, The Journey, Jesse is a great guy, and his experiences are something to talk about. I love bringing you engaging conversations about faith. If this show encourages you, entertains you, informs you, or brings value to you in any way whatsoever, will you consider financially backing the show? Many of you have asked how you can support the show, and I have a few things in the works. But for now, the best way is to use any Amazon link at onfaithsedge.com. We'll get a modest commission, but the purchase doesn't cost you a penny more. Jesse Pruitt began his recording career shortly after graduating from high school as part of the punk band Gut Fiddle. In 2000, Jesse formed the popular touring and recording band Parker Theory, sharing the stage with artists such as Smash Mouth, Blink-182, Switchfoot, Jason Mraz, P.O.D., One Republic, and many others in the likes of Fenway Park, Comcast Center, Boston City Hall, and the Paradise Rock Club. His music caused the film industry to take note of his talents, and he was casted and appeared in movies with Robert De Niro, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Liam Hensworth, Sylvester Stallone, John Cusack, and six film roles opposite Bruce Willis. Jesse is currently the worship pastor at Calvary Baptist Church in Lake Havasu City, Arizona, the 29th fastest growing church in America. His deeply personal second solo worship album, The Journey is available now on Amazon.com. In our conversation, we'll talk about his work with the popular band Parker Theory, how he came to act alongside Bruce Willis, Sly Stallone, and Robert De Niro, his path away from God, and what brought him back. We'll explore the new solo project, The Journey, and I'll ask if he had to choose, would he pick music or acting? What does Robert De Niro... Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Liam Hensworth, Sly Stallone, and Bruce Willis all have in common. Those are all people I've worked with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Tell us about your work with these guys. Yeah, it's it's been incredible. Um, about starting in 2009, I, a door opened for me to start acting and uh, you know, started getting speaking roles. So then I became SAG and kind of just went from there. And uh, a few weeks ago, finished my 20th film. I uh, had a few films uh with Sylvester Stallone over the last few months and another with Bruce Willis and 
done six with him. That's so, been cool. With, and, what, what, yeah. what, what projects have you been in with Bruce Willis? Uh, a, a bunch, like The Prince and Vice. Uh, yeah, you, you can check everything out on IMDb. Yeah, what, so. what, what roles do you typically play? All different. You know, I've, I've done a bad guy. I've done a cop. I've done detective. I've done, you know, all different stuff. How did Jesse Pruitt make it there? Yeah, so it's really the music, you know, that had brought me to this point um, after high school. Uh, after I graduated, started, uh, you know, playing music, got signed to a record label, tour, did the whole thing. And then uh, that was more like the punk genre. So I was playing with bands like Blink-182 and that whole deal. Then um, I started this band Parker Theory about the summer of, 19, summer of 2000. And uh, things just quickly started happening. And Steve from Smash Mouth, the singer, called me up and was like, hey, man, I heard your music love to work with you and then it kind of just went from there uh you know we're out playing with bands like switchfoot and jason mraz and you know smash mouth and pod and just somehow we fit in all the that genre i think because of the lyrics you know because of that all that stuff that happened uh somebody at lionsgate that uh, became a dear friend just loved the music so i started licensing stuff to their films and then it kind of went in in into that so it has to be almost surreal for you, man. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy to think about. You know, I was a kid, man, sleeping on floors and, and touring, and I didn't know what was going on after high school to the point now of, you know, being a, a worship pastor and an actor and a, still getting to write and create music. Sure. It, it's, been a, it's been a great, a great journey. Well, let's, let's talk about the journey now. You are getting ready to release your second solo worship project, The Journey. Um. You mentioned some. You mentioned some, some really well-known bands, Switchfoot and Jason Mraz, and um, so forth. What can Jesse Pruitt fans expect from the journey? Yeah, this this record's a little more different than like the Parker Theory stuff from before. Um, but this record's really eclectic. It's got a, a lot of different feels musically, um, but lyrically. You know, a lot of it is about my journey and uh, faith in Christ, you know. And so anywhere from, you know, praising God to just where I'm at, one of the songs is called Even When. And it's like, I will praise you even in my weakness, you know. And, and I will praise you even in the, in the storm when all the stuff comes, just still giving God the praise through all that. And... Uh, yeah, so there's all kinds of different songs on there. I even did a one cover, I Saw the Light. I, I wrote an original bridge for it and kind of changed it up a little bit. But it's, uh, yeah, it's been exciting recording again. And Was was Parker Theory um, more of a mainstream? Was that, was that work more mainstream or was that faith-based? More mainstream. Okay. Yeah, so we were signed to... Um, I ended up licensing the, my records to, to labels. So that's what I, instead of just getting signed, I would record the records and then re, um, license them to labels. So I'd have a label in the U.S. and Japan and Brazil and Sweden. So we got to tour in Japan and, and put out like three records there, and that was amazing. But yeah, we were more in the, in the mainstream. But because of my faith and the lyrics, you know, we were able to cross over a little bit. Sure. So. Why did you Why did you go that direction, the licensing direction? Um, it I didn't plan on it. It's just something that happened. We were getting shopped all these labels, and 
you know, doing all the private showcasing and all that stuff. And um, we ended up not getting signed at that point. We, we thought we were going to get signed to Columbia and all this stuff. Anyways, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to move forward and, and record this record. And when I did, more stuff started happening. And, uh, you know, at that time we were charting on like mp3.com and all this stuff. Uh, I signed with this record label in Japan and just licensed them the record. And I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like this idea. I still own all the rights to the songs. And um, it just kind of went from there. So I started doing that with everything, Fantastic. and that which was great worked out because then I could keep have all the rights to the song still, yeah, and able to license and all that stuff. So, in addition to your film work uh, and your music career, you alluded to this before. You are the worship pastor at Calvary Baptist in Arizona. Yeah, uh, why is this work important to you? That you that you carve out time to do this in addition to your other to your to your other projects. Yeah. Yeah, it's honestly, it's really where my heart's at right now. I love serving. I love getting to lead worship and and doing ministry because uh, for me, it's just so important, man, to to take that time to to worship, especially together as a body in a church, but learn together. You know, break out into Bible studies, life groups, build relationships. But it really keeps me grounded too in my faith to have that accountability and that team around me you know so when I'm leaving to go to a movie or whatever that's going on uh, I really have a team you know that's sending me off like hey man we're praying for you and and uh, so it's it's been great but you know all this stuff that I've done in in my life worship has been the most meaningful for me and it's just so powerful when everybody comes together to, to praise God you know so your your musical projects, your albums, uh, your two solo projects, uh, they are live or they they are uh, they're live or they're recorded. Yeah, these are recorded, gotcha. so uh, nothing live. Okay. Yeah, all in the studio. So, so have you have you thought about doing any kind of live work? I have before. Um, actually, one of my Parker Theory records, I did a song that was just totally live, uh, off the cuff, no click or anything like that. And that was really fun, but I haven't done any of anything like that since, but I would love to, that would be fun. It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. If you had to pick one, eliminating the worship pastor okay. role. Okay. If you had to pick one acting or music, where would you go? Music. Music. It's just been in me since, you know, I was a kid. So man, I love acting. No, music, man, that, that is a, super deep in me. So it's a, it's been a passion for so long. You have a musical family? Do you come from a musical family? My mom's a singer. Um, she never put out records or anything, but I, I remember as a kid growing up watching her sing, you know, and uh, but that's pretty much it. Dad doesn't sing or play instruments. Mom didn't play instruments. My brother um, played piano. So we both kind of started at the same time, but where are the talents of Jesse Pruitt taking him next? Yeah, so with the journey coming up, you know, I'm put putting a bit more focus on that. That'll be out March 9th. and um, after that, I've got a few more films coming up. Um, one of the songs off the journey just got picked up for uh, the new Lionsgate Pinocchio, so that was really cool, and then. Um, 
yeah, just going to be, you know, church man. We've got all the Easter stuff coming up <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. you know, the record and then, a, you know, some film stuff. So cool. Yeah. I've got three films that I did that are coming out this year. So that'll be cool. The two with Sylvester Stallone and mm-hmm. one with Bruce Willis. What piece off the journey is most significant to you? Hmm. I think even when that that's one of them. It just uh, I really like the idea, and when writing that after it came out, it, it was really uh, some people, some family that are close to me that I, I feel where it kind of came from. But I, I love the idea of just praising God through everything, no matter what, even even in our hard times, you know. And so that one really has a special place in my heart. Let's hear a sampling of "Even When" by Jesse Pruitt. Even when fear surrounds me, even when all hope seems gone, even when I feel defeated, I will keep holding on. I will praise you. Jesse, how did you come to believe in Jesus Christ? So I was raised uh, as a Christian most of my life. Uh, my family were Christians. And so we went to church for the most part, you know, mo- most of the time. And, uh, you know, that's where I started music was in church, in the youth band. And then after high school, um, when I started that punk band, joined that punk band, you know, we were off touring and stuff and started drinking, started making some bad decisions. That's where I started to follow my own path. And um, after about five years, you know, I still loved God, still, you know, uh, believed in God, but definitely was following my own path. And after about five years, I was at a place of j- not a good place. And I was like, man, I really need to change. And so I decided to move back to San Diego. That's where I'm from and live most of my life. But I was in Lake Havasu actually at the time. My uncle invited me to church. And so I was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll go. Walked into church and immediately, as soon as the worship started, was just in tears. I was like, oh, Lord, this is what I need. I needed you. And this is what I've been missing. You know, that piece that I thought I could go out and try to find on my own and all this stuff was was uh not there it was, it was god that was missing and so when i went back i was just like oh man i, I want to go all in you know and so i started going back to church and joining you know, bible studies and college groups and all this stuff and it was a, pro- a slow process you know of making change and and really uh rebuilding that relationship with jesus you know at that time is when i started parker theory so it was an interesting time how my lyrics and my life started to to change through that, you know, it, it was a, it was a process and, um, a lot of change, a lot of my own trying to understand, you know, because growing up at home, it was like, okay, parents were telling me about God and, you know, I believed and I really had, you know, something in my heart that, that believed that, but it was different 
when it was me going out to find that relationship. And so it was good for me to to start rebuilding that and understanding and learning. I, you know, I still am. That that was a p- part of my walk. How long was your work with Parker Theory? Did that for about 12 years. Okay. I, I haven't released anything recently, but I still do, you know, some live shows here and there and still license stuff from that. But I haven't put out a new record because I'm focusing on the the worship one. So, so your time with Parker Theory and your touring with uh, these mainstream acts, um, how was your faith during that time? Faith during that time was getting a lot stronger because I was back in church. So, you know, I was making a lot of changes. So my decisions were a lot better from the band before that um, because I was going to church and I had accountability around me and um, was also playing with some great friends who were Christians as well, you know, so that really helped a lot. So you grew up as a Christian in a Christian home, but you did have, um, it sounds like you did have kind of your line in the sand moment Yep. where you said, no, God, I need you Yeah. as a, as a man, I need you. This isn't, this is no longer my heritage. This is the relationship. Yeah. Have you ever, did you ever have a time where you doubt at your faith or, or maybe even the existence of God? Yeah, I don't know if I ever doubted the existence of God just because, I don't know, maybe it's the way my mind is, but I look around and see the universe and all these different things, and I'm like, okay, something, you know, there was a time I was like, all right, is Jesus real? You know, I think that was during that time where I was like, hey, I need to find this faith on my own, too. And I just came to the conclusion to the stuff I read and, and the history that I saw, and then just my own personal relationship um, that, wow, dude, Jesus is real. And, and I feel him with me in, you know, every time I pray or these different things that happen or maybe a few miracles that I've seen in my own life, you know, I'm like, through that, I was able to find a relationship with Christ myself, you know, and, and to see that he was real and is real. Jesse, how, how important is transparency in a, in, in a faith walk in a, in a believer's walk. Yeah. I, I personally think it's super important. You know, I think when we're transparent and we're able to just, you know, be open about ourselves and even our struggles, I think that it does a few things. I think it releases that and gives us freedom when we give that to God and go, you know what? I, I'm struggling with this and I messed up, but I want to change that. So I, I think it brings that. It also, I think it shows other people that, hey, nobody's perfect, but uh, when we're able to bring that to God and ask for forgiveness and be able to have that transparency, I really feel like we'll get healing through that, and not only for ourselves, but f- uh, for others. You were, you were pretty transparent with us. Uh, you talked about drinking and bad decisions and following your own path. Yeah. When you look back at that time, can you see times where you, you, when you look back, wow, God was with me there. Wow. God was (laughs) with me there. Yeah. I totally can. There's, there's definitely more than a couple of times. I'm like, man, I, God had to be there with me through that. How did I, 
how did I get through that? Um, and then just looking back to like, man, why did, why did I do that? What was I trying to get out of that? Because it brought me nothing good in, in the big picture of things. Maybe for a quick moment, I felt good. But honestly, past that, it was nothing good. It was just bringing destruction. You know, we all, we all have our stuff and we all go through things. But, you know, I think the key is recognizing that and then changing it going, hey, I don't want to go back to that or getting help when we need help because we all need help sometimes, you know? Amen. And so I, I really think that is important to when you're struggling with something to reach out so somebody can help you, whether if it's addiction or depression or feel like uh, suicidal, whatever it is you're going through, reach out to somebody so you can have people around you to surround you and pray for you and be with you and uh, help you through that, walk you through that. Finally, as we wrap up, Jesse, what would you say to that person that is right on faith's edge, making that choice to believe or not to believe in God? Yeah, I would say go forward with believing and start, you know, reading scripture and taking time to talk to God. Because I really, truly believe that if you do, you will see that God is real and that he loves you and that he will forgive you and that he wants a relationship with you. And, you know, when you think about the eternal life with God, there's nothing greater than that. This life is just a moment, you know. Even if we live to be 120, it goes fast. So I think it's really important for, you know, if you're searching or still looking, to take that time to build a relationship with Christ, and he'll reveal and show you that he is real. I don't think we can say anything more than that. Jesse Pruitt, the project is called The Journey actor, musician, all-around great guy, and uh, a really, really talented guy. Thanks for coming out, man. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, brother. Take care. Jesse's The Journey is available right now on Amazon. His website is jessepruitt.com. That's J-E-S-S-E-P-R-U-E-T-T, jessepruitt.com. And you can follow him on Twitter and Facebook. All of these links are in today's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 98. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 98. Well, that'll wrap up today's show. Thank you to Jesse Pruitt for being with us and thank you for listening. You mean a lot to me and you mean a lot to this show. Remember, God is real. He loves you. And so do I. God bless. Thank you for listening to On Faith's Edge. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, Internet Radio, or your favorite podcast app on Android, Apple, or Windows devices. To reach out to Joe or leave comments about the show, visit onfaithsedge.com. You're important to us, and we would love to hear from you. You know, we talked earlier about uh, you've worked with Robert De Niro and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Liam Hensworth, Sly Stallone, Bruce Willis, um, on various different projects. You've You've worked with Bruce Willis a lot. Yeah. Some of these guys, you get the sense that they have a faith foundation. Not overtly. Yeah. But somehow you get the sense that they do. Do, how do, you, do, you, do you get that sense as well? From, from some of the guys, for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I've, like Sylvester Stallone, I've, I've watched a few interviews on him talking about God and. Yeah. So, so sometimes you get that feeling that, hey, I think maybe they're, they have some faith, you know, that they're possibly a believer. Right. And uh, 
But through that, it's relationship. You know, it's the same for me. I want to start building a relationship and then sharing and finding out, you know. So, so some of those guys, they might not share on set because they're, they're there to just work until you get to know them, you know, personally. And then you, you start talking about that stuff. So did you, when you're in these situations, do you do you find opportunities to share your faith? Yeah, it's in between, you know, when you're on set, there's time where you just wait in a trailer or you're walking around and hanging out with each other. Those are really the times that I feel like, you know, you, you build friendship and you're able to, to speak into that stuff. And there's been times I've been able to uh, speak to a few different people about that, you know, about our faith and, or a few guys that were like, yeah, I'm not really sure if I believe, but I would love to hear your thoughts. And I'm like, yeah, let me tell you about my life and I'd love to share with you, you know? So definitely there's an opportunity for that sometimes. Perfect.